What's up, guys? We're back with another episode of RA Radio. I am Evan. And I'm Rob. And this week we are talking to Mr. Pat O'Connor. This one, uh, this one's a, a real adventure. I uh, somehow may or may not get talked into signing up for like a nine-hour-long endurance event. Yeah, buddy. So, uh, you know, there's a, a lot of fun to see here, and uh, you get to hear a little bit about Pat's journey and uh, his goal to complete a half Ironman later this year, and he's got some, some other races and waypoints along the lines. So if you see him, give him a pat on the back because he's, uh, he's chipping away at all of that. And this but, was part one, I think probably a three or four part series we're going to monitor uh, evan and pat's experiences along the way yeah we're gonna we're gonna come back to this for sure and i think we might uh, we might pull some other people in so if you're interested in doing a half iron man uh it's august 30th obviously you're gonna hear more about it in the episode but uh spoiler alert there's some some people signing up and if you're crazy enough to sign up you should join us um, what do we got for announcements, Rome? So coming up this upcoming week, we are going to kick off the, I think it's the sixth annual RA Open. Might be the fifth. I think it's the sixth, though. Um, everybody's welcome to come and participate. I know you've heard all about it so far. So if you haven't signed up yet, this is the last week to do it. So sign up, get on board, um, scaled RX Masters Divisions if you don't know where to sign up, let us know. So that's event one. Event two, we are in the middle of the Cut the Junk Challenge. Not really the middle, probably more towards the beginning. But if you didn't sign up and you'd like to sign up, you still can. Um, You might not have the opportunity to get all the points that everyone else did. You might not be able to win the challenge by, let's say, points trying to win sneakers. But you can still get a huge health benefit out of signing up. So if you want a supportive group of people, some more knowledge about food, sign up there. Event three, hockey game. This upcoming Saturday, February 1st, it is the Springfield Thunderbirds versus the Hartford Wolfpack up at Springfield. I think it's some special night. I think someone was saying it's something to do with the Simpsons as well. Um, so I think it's the Springfield Isotopes. I don't know what that means. Um, I don't watch the Simpsons. I think I saw something about that too, though. They're like wearing special uniforms. Yeah, and or something. something like a tribute to the Simpsons, like uh. a Simpsons reference. Um, so if you're interested in hockey, bring your family. We had a deal. I think it's 15 bucks for a ticket, 17 bucks for a ticket, plus a hot dog and a soda. Um, so if you want to come participate in that event, come on out. And then the fourth event, the new event on February 12th at 6 30 PM, Nina is going to be doing a free yoga class. So if you'd like to come out, it's an hour long yoga class, see what it's all about. Talk to Nina about yoga, see where it fits into your schedule. There will be no group fitness class that night, though. The class will be just yoga. So if you want to come in and check it out, that's what the plan is. And is that no uh, like afternoon, evening classes at all or just like the 630 Just class? 630. So gotcha. there will be a 435, 30, 630 will be the yoga. Gotcha. So if you come in at 630, you're going to end up doing yoga. Yeah. <laughs> it's free. Cool. Awesome. Well, yeah. So uh, we'll get right into the interview with Pat. If you guys have any questions about anything coming up, you can talk to Rome or Kate or whoever. Sign up on the board. Um, but yeah, in this one, we're going to get into sort of Pat's weight loss and Ironman plans for 2020. Cool. Um, this week has kind of been uh, getting everything together on uh, on a couple different fronts. Switching over jobs Monday the twenty seventh. Oh, so you have a set date for that? Now. Yeah. Awesome. So that we're getting ready for that. And um, did you drop the bombshell on your old company yet? No, I have no idea when this is airing. Oh, they're, they're <laughs> going to find out. 
Uh, probably tomorrow or Friday. Oh, perfect. This is, would probably yeah. air a week from Saturday. So yeah. January twenty fifth. Perfect. Yeah, you'll be long gone. <laughs> yeah. So so that's that's pretty much it. Just trying to wrap my head around a few goals that we set uh, for twenty twenty with the, with the wife and um, like personal goals. Yeah, there was. So obviously, you guys know I signed up for that that half Ironman. Um, it's been something that's been bugging me, I would say like a year. So a year ago when we started this weight loss journey, right around our year, I kind of found myself this winter going through deja vu and I get like, I go through these fads. So I brought this up to Nina and she's like, stop. Like, it's just a thing. (laughs) And I was like, all right, fine. If it, if it's bugging me in a month or two from now, like it's, it's actually there. Sure. So. It's there, and we brought it up, and we sat down. She's like, if you're going to do it, you got to just go all in. So I said, all right, let's do it. Cool. So I'll talk to you about it, trying to get Evan on board with it. I don't think it'll take too much convincing. No, no. I'm down. <laughs> yeah. I just got to put my money where my mouth is, but I'm down. <laughs> that was the step one for me, because once it was bugging me, I was looking into it, and I was like, shit, I just, if I pull the trigger and buy it, it's expensive. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, especially like the registration is expensive, but by the time you do everything you need to do to not die, it's even more expensive. So know? I have no idea what I was getting into. So to talk about the triathlon, where is it? When is it? And what's it entail? Okay. So Ironman has the full Ironman distance, which correct me if I'm wrong, Evan is 2.4 miles swim. It is a 116 mile bike ride and a, and a full marathon, okay. which is insane. Yeah, it's crazy. So the next thing that's in that for me that I think is attainable is a half one of that. Okay, which so you're they a call, half Iron Man. Yeah, so they call that a 70.3. Yep, and it's still aggressive. It's a yeah. 1.2 mile swim, 56 mile bike, and then a half marathon. Okay. So for somebody my size, I'm scared shitless of what I just signed up for. <laughs> yeah, man, you're a big dude and you're going to get some work done. <laughs> yeah. And was there any particular reason, like, was the goal specifically, like, in the back of your head, I really want to do an Ironman type event or was it I want to do a triathlon, I want to do something really long? Like, so you landed on this event, but, like, what was the thought that led you to this event? So that's a good question. Um, People always have like a reason why they do stuff like the why. I don't have a why. I just need I need a goal that scares the shit out of me. Sure. For the wedding. When we did like eight months of personal training, I was like, these are photos that are going to be forever. forever. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Then after that, I gained a significant amount of weight back, IPAs, whatever. Sure. Had a good time. Had a good I time. I mean, I think we all saw your Instagram stories up in Maine or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check out this food and yeah. beer. Yeah, like the pictures are done. The pictures are done. There was, yeah, we had a grilled cheese donut with like tomato soup and IPAs. <laughs> it was like aggressive. Sounds delicious. Um, so anyway, so I needed something else. And funny story about the Ironman, when we first did that a year ago, personal training, it was in the back of my head. Really? Yeah, but I just, was like, this is just crazy. This is absolutely crazy. Um, and then a year passed, and I'm like, I need another goal. I don't have to get married again, right? So this Ironman just kept popping in my head. This is just something that is so different from anything I've ever done to be an endurance athlete. I can't even run a mile straight right now. Sure. Maybe I can, but I'm cooked after. And nowhere in your life have you had any triathlon history. This isn't something that's resonating from the past where you're like, I want to get back to This is just something out of my comfort zone that I think I just want to absolutely, I just want to finish. Sure. Um, And I think it's something that is so out of character for me that it's going to be it's going to be amazing when I can hopefully finish this thing. Sure. So 
to get back into so i sign up and i'm like all right what do i do well i had a road bike i sold it like four months ago so really bad timing bad, oh. like the, like yeah. the uh-huh. worst timing <laughs> well so, go buy a new road bike uh, yep so i i look in all this stuff um that i need that you know i just, just get this triathlon going it is expensive to do a half sure. iron man I mean, you can probably borrow a bag and steal for what you need to do, but if like the way I want to do it is go full in. Yep. There's just so many different things, and looking at free training plans online and stuff. Evan, you've been great with the, that heat in Hartford, and talking to you. So I'm married a kind of a strength background with you. Yep. We, we, we talked about two days Try a to week. Keep healthy joints, limbs, all of, everything healthy yeah. as you can. And then I hired um, this woman called organic coaching and we start working in march and i told her about our relationship at the gym sure she's like this is perfect because you're going to need two strength days a day so she's going to send me a week by week training plan and she told me the list of stuff i need a watch okay well i have an apple watch yeah not gonna work really? you need a five three five hundred dollar garmin, garmin triath like track the everything thing. yeah what do you have for a bike i don't have a bike you should Shit. talk to okay. sarah about fitbit <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah why does she like it she works for him Oh yeah! Dude. Listen to a lot, one of the previous episodes with Sarah on there. She talks all about her uh, working relationship with Fitbit. Could be an in for you. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, Although, uh, real quickly, I mean, obviously, you know, you got to do what your coach has got to do. I would argue that as much as I prefer my Garmin to an Apple Watch, you'd probably be fine with your Apple Watch. So I agree with you, but I've been running and I can't seem to get interval timing on it with music playing it's just it's a a whole thing yeah so two apps can't really run on the apple watch at the same time gotcha so for me because i'm doing a run walk so i need like that beep and me paul and my wife we've been trying to figure this out we cannot crack this code so we went on apple.com and they're like yeah it doesn't work because you can't run two apps and i don't want to run my phone that watch can do it can't run two apps at the same time on the watch i mean if you had your phone with you but i don't want to run you don't want to run with that so if you want to listen to music you can listen to music but if you want a timer and music sorry apple watch so you can do music and like like um you can do like a nike run app but they don't have a timer okay so if you have Nike run app. If you're listening, make a timer. Yeah, yeah make a timer. That's seriously, <laughs> people. I'm anyway. So, so that's my issue with that. Yeah. Um, she also mentioned battery life gotcha. on, on a uh, on an Apple Watch when you're swimming and stuff. Yeah, when yeah. you get closer to that event <clears throat> itself, and you're out there for hours on end, that could yeah. be something to consider for yeah. sure. Because you're going to be out there for a lot of hours. What is it, Evan? Eight t- eight hour time cap. I don't know for seventy point three what the like cap is. I'm sure I could pull it up. I know that like a good. A good full time is like ten or eleven. Mm-hmm. So if you assume half of that, you're probably looking at like fast would still be five or six hours. So yeah, you're probably yeah realistically coming up closer to like eight or nine. Yeah, that's wild. You'll be great. Yeah, you are too. You're gonna sign up. I think. Uh, hey, I'll sign up. I'll, I'll, sign go, up. I'll, I'll be a cheerleader. <laughs> yeah, I'll exactly. be a cheerleader. We gotta get Romeo Athletic on. sponsors. What we gotta do? Dude, we, I said I would. All right, we'll get the uh, the RA bike jerseys. What's right, or if you get like the tri singlet or whatever, we'll take them and I'll get them printed up with uh, the logo, and you'll have you guys like look through them, make sure the logos look good, and put it out there. All right, Dude, that'd fine. be cool. That sounds great. Could okay, get some uh, my hustle, my fight logos on there. Just get yeah, all. Sure. Of them. <laughs> you guys look like a stock car. Logoed up wherever yeah the group ride will just be taking time uh, turns at the front you know what i mean sure so, yeah back to the back to the bike thing real quick you have an hour and 10 minutes at maine specifically to complete the swim if you take longer than 110 you get a dnf uh bike five hours and 30 minutes after the final wave start 
run eight hours and 30 minutes after the final wave starts. So you have an eight and a half hour total time cap. How, makes, so for the better. swim, is that pretty aggressive? An hour and 10 minutes to swim 1.2 miles? Is, I don't know anything about swimming. Is that aggressive? Is that pretty I mean, pretty depends doable? how good you are at swimming. Can you like backpedal with, uh, or back float and uh, kick with a suit on and get there in that time frame? That's a great question. I don't know off the top of my head. Um... If you're swimming 230 per 100 yards, you'll complete the swim leg in 52 minutes. So, I mean... 230 how many yards? 100 yards. All right. That seems fair. I mean, you can run 100 yards in about 10 seconds. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's definitely... You're, it's just long enough that's one of those things that's like... I mean, my experience, even with the sprints last year, was like... It's it's like anything else where it's like the difference between how fast you can go for 30 seconds to three minutes to 10 minutes sure. to now you're talking an hour is crazy. Mm. You know, where like even when I was doing the swim classes last year, it was sort of this running joke because like obviously I was not a strong swimmer. I'm still not a strong swimmer, but we would have like uh, 50 meter pool sprints as like races and like I would win 25 and 50 meter sprints constantly sure. against people but anything past that I would get dusted <laughs> by these old people who were just like really efficient and could just keep going they where were, like yeah, I had that aerobic capacity yeah. that aerobic pathway that they're working in and right. uh, I mean, from that 23andMe thing that you sent me over where you're more uh, twitchy. Yeah, You're apparently. stronger. You're more predisposed to be a powerlifter, as is Pat, which if I had to pick a sporting event for Pat to do, would probably be powerlifting. Yeah, right. both, uh, but let's go on the opposite end of that. We're both two uh, big, dumb idiots trying to move <laughs> right out. Everybody wants to do this something they don't. This is going to be absolutely don't. insane. <laughs> yeah, everyone wants to do something that they wouldn't be great at anyways, yeah. but let's do it. Yeah. yeah. Let's fucking run it. Yeah, let's become an endurance athlete at 290 pounds. Is that you know what you're at I mean? right now? Yeah, probably like two ninety five. What was like peak wedding shape for you? I I, I saw two fifty seven on the scale. Okay, That's awesome. Um, do you have a goal weight for race day? Yeah, like I don't know if it's possible. I mean, anything's possible, but like two forty to two fifty for me is like I feel great. Yeah, awesome. I did that DEXA scan back in the day, and it said I had one hundred eighty nine pounds of muscle. Um, so and, with th- putting that out there just to everybody, like one hundred eighty nine pounds of muscle. It's You're a, a big dude. Yeah. Like even like at 235, 240, 245, you'll be pretty lean and just you're a big dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that I mean that would be ideal. Um there's a lot of things that have to happen, you know, because you got to keep your calorie intake high. There's going to be a lot of training. So the training is going to be 6 days a week with one one day sure. off. And with a new job that's coming that's supposed yeah. to be working like 80 hours a week. Well, may, maybe not, but I mean it's <laughs> it's definitely um you know, it's going to be a change. There's a lot going to be happening at, yeah. at the O'Connor you got a lot going household. On. Yeah, yeah, and I'm excited for it. But Good. yeah, let's uh, let's train for a half Ironman while this all happens. You know, nice. absolutely. So getting into biking, you had a road bike at one point. So you were getting out on the road riding bikes, or like the whole biking concept for this race is new to you as well. Like being in a race, being in a pack, being. You know, how's the bike going to play out in the race for you? Yeah, it's going to be wild. So when I was a kid, or like middle school, I went mountain biking with friends like any kid right sure and then uh when i wanted to get back in shape i told nina i was like i would i want a bike so i okay. got a bike and i went out three times almost got clipped by a car and was like fuck that retired the bike i was like that's just some that's crazy but i agree i mean <clears throat> road bikers at all times are i running the risk of being smoked by a car yeah yeah so <laughs> that's literally what happened and um Found the gym again. Was I think this? I don't even know if I was going to the gym at the time when I ha- got this bike. Okay. I was just like looking for outlets. Sure, something to do. Yeah. Um, sold it. 
And then the uh, this thing just kept bugging me, so we signed up, and now I'm looking at bikes, and that's a whole world. When I went to a bike shop, and um, I was like, oh, this is a nice bike. How much is this? They're like $6,500. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, we're, we're not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, this bike can be put yeah. back on the rack. It yeah. can be the cheaper bike. Yeah, <laughs> so there's just you know things, that, and plus finding a pool. There's just a lot of logistics to it. Yeah. So what kind of bike are you looking at? Are you, do you have a specific brand? Are you? No, I'm just something... The more research you get, people are saying aerodynamic bikes. I don't want to get a time trial bike. By no means am I, you know. I'm going to say this as nicely as possible. You weighing 240 isn't going to be very aerodynamic. No, that's the whole point. Your bike doesn't need to be that fucking aerodynamic. And we're at the – Sarah could probably touch base on this too, but I'm at the weight where do I have to go aluminum or can a carbon even hold me? Yeah. So so like I'm at at this weird thing. So you're looking at these aerodynamic carbon bikes and it's – it's like, is it even worth it? Sure. And maybe if you're a super skinny dude that weighs nothing and you can just kind of like float on your bike and like cut the air. But, dude, you got big shoulders. Like, well, yeah. you're going to. And you get to the point where, like, um, you know, a lot of those weight savings are just so overpowered by the rest of the weight involved in the engine. You know, it's yeah. just like you. I mean, you've got a great metabolic base to just crank watts out. But, I mean, it's one of those like. When you have 160-pound tour riders who are trying to shave every gram they can, that's one thing. But, yes. like, when you're talking about you plus a bike being in the, like, 260 to 280 realm, even yeah. on race day, like, those couple grams aren't exactly going to make a yeah. huge difference. Yeah. So I found this You'd be better like off used. losing five more pounds of body weight right. than going yeah. with a $3,000 more expensive So I bicycle. came to that conclusion because I went down this bike rabbit hole for two weeks, and I was like, wait a minute, what am I doing? <laughs> so, um yeah, well, and it's also one of those like to finish the race. It's one of those things that I feel like is very much like depending on who you ask. Like when I sort of went down the same rabbit hole last year, it's like you start talking to people like Sarah and stuff who are really big into bikes, and to them, anything that's not like a six thousand dollar bike is just garbage, not worth your time. <laughs> yeah. You're like, okay, guys, I'm not trying to like race internationally. I'm just trying to survive training for this thing. Sure, can none of these like. Uh, you know, thousand dollar Facebook Marketplace bikes get me through or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and in so, my mind, a thousand dollar bicycle is still a really expensive bicycle. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the um, the my triathlon coach was like, yeah, look at um, if you're not going to get a, a triathlon bike, look at these aerodynamic bikes. And I'm just I'm just getting something that you know we get me through the the yeah. pro, you know the finish line here. Um, and then now I'm at the point where you got to. I think this is probably going to be a wetsuit swim. So I got to start looking at that, and they, those aren't cheap either. I'm sure they're yeah. not. And then you got to have it so you can wear that suit. I'm assuming the whole time. So swim, bike, run. So you're wearing that suit. So there's Wetsuit a little gets different, peeled yeah. off after. Oh, it does it? Yeah. Okay. So you take that part off, and then you have a tri suit on underneath. Right. Or whatever yeah. It is. Um, so usually you're sort of ripping your wetsuit suit off in the first transition, and it's like wetsuit comes off, socks come on, bike so shoes come what's on. What's the point of the wetsuit? Uh, partially warmth and partially buoyancy. Like okay. for me, it was definitely more of a buoyancy mental thing than anything. Cause sure. I knew that I could like tread water indefinitely in a wetsuit. And so just mentally it was one less thing to worry about. You're, you're like, I'm not going to drown no right. matter where I am. I'm safe. Some peace of mind. Right. And it's definitely, I mean, it's one of those things that you get into like top tier racing wetsuits and they get super expensive. They're like but a grand. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think uh, is it the ones that repel water that they used to wear in the Olympics that they outlawed oh, the because skin of bu- suits. yeah the skin suits yeah, 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 like, yeah. no like, you're too fast with that yeah no these guys I forget mine um, I ended up just getting an Xterra one which mm-hmm. is like one of the cheaper brands and I want to say it was like 
I got it on sale for like 150 bucks or something. Cool. Yeah. So yeah. not the end of the world. But that's tricky too. Like I imagine there's yeah. a world where if you're trying to lose like 50 pounds, do you, do you get this it for your future like, weight or yeah. your current weight like size-wise? Yeah. Like I said, there's a lot of logistics going into it. And it was – you actually put something up I think on the Romeo Athletics page. I want to say before Christmas. And it was Nick Bear that you – Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started watching him, and what inspiration that guy is. Yeah. And then I went down to that triathlon Taron thing. There's like a YouTube's a wild place. You right? went down the YouTube like tunnel. Yeah. Sucked yeah. into YouTube yeah. for a while, watching yeah. everything. But um, I he did a a video on triathlon cost, and he got away with it for I think, and he's very well off. I think he got away with it for like three thousand, four thousand dollars, and that was for a full Ironman. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, as you said, this is a big investment. Yeah. So you're in it. So now you got to do it. Yeah, we're in it. Um, but there, you know, we'll be we'll be all right with with um, cutting corners and we can cut corners. Sure. Um, but I'm excited for you to sign up probably today. Right? Okay. Yeah. yeah <laughs> on up. So to the next portion of the race, you're talking about the run. I know you have a running event coming up as well. Mm-hmm. Have you? So looking back again for athletic history and running, have you? Are you a runner or endurance athlete in any way, shape, or form? No. Perfect. Okay. No. This is this is like I said, so out of character. Um, yeah. So for for everyone listening, uh, my wife Nina, um, her father. Her sister and my brother-in-law Ben were all running a half marathon in Disney World. They've run this, I believe, five times. This might be their fifth. Okay. Um, and they've always trained together. And I think I've signed up for it a year ago and then cool. bailed. Okay. Um, this time I signed up for it and I was like, all right, let's do it. You're so it's kind of like this whole endurance years building up. Sure. Which is which is kind of crazy for me to think about. Just started doing some runs and I'm getting buried. Okay. Like, I'm getting buried. It's a good but place I'm to seeing, start. Yeah, but I'm seeing little increments. Like, I did a mile outside to the gym here the other day, and I think I got 30 seconds faster in, like, a week and a half. Which is yeah. amazing. Yeah. Uh, so, with that, how often are you running? So, three days a week. Three days a week, you're out there running. And mileage right now looks like what? So, it builds up. So, as of right now, the plan I'm doing that um, the Tri-Coach sent me is... Two miles on Tuesday, two miles on Thursday, and then a long run on Saturday or Sunday. Okay, and a long run is so right for now, me right now it's like a five k. Okay, but by March first it goes up to seven miles. Okay, and then I'm assuming because that's the I'll plan out till I have till then, and I'm assuming it goes up all the way until around thirteen, maybe some overtraining fourteen fifty. I'll and, be curious if they have you do that. So this, it's it, again, it's different schools of thought of. Because of your size, not go so far on the volume spectrum, but do some more speed work so you can work on some speed stuff, then put in middle distances, and then on game day, you send it. Yeah. Um, just because, as you said, you weigh 290, 295, we'll see how that pans out. Because some of those long runs, especially if she does like overtraining with you, being like, do you think it's a good idea for me to run 15 miles today? So yeah. I so to, cl- to clarify... She sent me a generic thing until March 1st. So I okay. bought her for March 1st. Okay. Now, starting March, I'm assuming there's going to be a whole nother world of intricate training stuff. She uses something called Training Peaks, which I think Garmin tracks, you know, cadence and everything like that. So she'll be able to look at the met- metrics of what I'm doing. Sure. And then say, okay, he just died. <laughs> Let me dial it back. No, that's good. Let me she see what her, it is. She gives you some data. So, yeah. so this yeah. is taking you this long. This is what your body's, how your body's handling yeah. it. That and then it's, a, I think it's a phone call once a week. And um, plus with working out with you, doing some, I think we were talking about push and pulse days. Sure. Um, just so we're not doing like full endurance. Because I talked mm-hmm. to another guy 
And um, I think I, I know I told you this. I was like, I want to continue to lift weights and go to CrossFit. And this guy's like, I've never heard of a triathlete flipping tires and doing burpees. And I was like, fuck this guy. Yeah. You, get the, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, you, you, you don't, don't know what we're doing yeah, here. Exactly. So, and, yeah. So, so anyway, so I, I'm hoping to marriage both of this kind of together. So we'll see what happens because this, this woman with the Kona and she's like, oh, I've worked with beginners. And um, so we'll see. We'll give it a run. And if yeah. not, we'll, we'll figure it out. Well, that's one of the things, too, you know, it's like you've got a seven month run up at this point where, you know, if something seems at any point to be causing a problem, like you can always pivot a little bit and dial stuff in. So, I mean, it sounds like you've got sort of all your your eyes dotted and your T's crossed for now to sort of at least start heading in that direction and see what what pans out. Yeah. Yeah. It's um it's going to be interesting. That's exciting. Sort of, yeah. So if anyone wants to come do it with us, it's August. <laughs> so you are 1st. doing it. You are doing it. I'm. I mean, I'm planning on it at this <laughs> okay. point. I gotta. I gotta sign up. But... So we have a verbal commitment from Evan. Yeah, he's in. Yeah. Now he just needs to make the uh, financial and written commitment. <laughs> I mean, I've in. already Love got it. all the stuff. <laughs> you know? Love it. So it's like... yeah, the majority of your costs are out of the way. Yeah. Now I'd... it's just timing and preparation. I was and... already looking for some some events to do this year, so I might as well do one with other people. But, so yeah, with that, will fun. you still do? like the 50 miler and like the small tries as preparation for the big try yeah that's uh, currently my two big sort of like landmark things that i have on the radar are the 50 miler and this but the 50 miler is like may i think um so it's sort of like there's enough time to sort of like transition back into more um swim and bike focused stuff i mean it's one of those things that's like again depending on your goal realistically I could probably survive the back two legs tomorrow if I had to. So the swim, mm. or not the swim, the bike, the and bike and the, the run. run you could do. Yeah, um, the swim's the part that's like I just need to figure out how to not blow up sure. on that. Um, and then obviously you can be more efficient on the bike. You can go faster on the run, whatever. But like I know I can kick out fifty miles on a bike and run thirteen sure. miles if right. I have to. Um, but well, it's probably my, not going to be pretty. And I was going to say, knowing you and knowing how competitive you like to be with yeah. things, I don't think just finishing would satisfy you. No, I mean you know I th- and I think that's part of figuring out sort of like what's a realistic goal. Um, it's funny you know sort of what Pat was saying um, last year. When I was in uh, Chile for work, our sort of local producer guy is the one who put the bug in my ear originally where he was telling us about how he had just done a 70.3 down there. Um, And so we were just sort of talking through the whole thing. And it was, you know, I'd been here for six months or whatever and um, didn't really have a whole lot of knowledge of like triathlon endurance sport world. But I was like, okay, that sounds like a cool, you know, sort of like other thing to do. Um, and so just sort of trying to talk to other people and see like, what's realistic. Um, but I think, I think it'll be fun. Hopefully we get some yeah. other people. I know Dave's potentially talking about it. Eric Fredrickson was oh, considering it. There might yeah. be a little, little gang of us. That'd that would awesome. be awesome. That would be awesome. I do know that, um, from what I've been told, the main one does sell out Okay. pretty, I don't know how aggressively quick it does. Okay. Cause there's probably not too many of these in the Northeast just due to, yeah, the uh, other ones in Middlebury, Connecticut, May 31st. Yeah. Um, and that's soon is, though. Yeah. So you're, which you're cutting off two and a half months of training. Yeah. There's, so I originally wanted to do that and, um, there was just no way yeah. for me. Um, and uh, yeah, Evan, to what you were saying about the swim is what I've been told is the swim, you have to look at it like a warm up. You can't sure. say, I want to win the swim. Right. Um, you just have to look at it as just like you're just cruising. You know, I mean, unless you're, you are trying to win. 
But even a lot of the people that do Ironman, they should, they take it. They'll take a five minute hit on the swim. Sure. Yeah. So they'll be fresh for the marathon. And then you can make up those five yeah. minutes plus some if you're not as dead coming off of that. Yeah. Which is a lot of um, pacing, which you see used in the workouts that we do every day. In yeah. terms of what what's what's the adaptation you want to get out of this workout today? Are you burning it down and going all out? Are you going to pace this out and try to finish your most efficient way possible? And I mean, do as well as possible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's exciting. Yeah. What yeah. uh? What's up with this new job stuff? Um, the new job is. Well, uh, what was your old job? So the old job is. Um, I work for a company called Senveo, um, a branch of that called Discount Labels. So we made custom labels, um, for pretty much anything you can think of. So stickers, stickers. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're a gym teacher. No, but you got to say PE. So it's the label, right? Yeah. So um, yeah, stickers, custom stickers. Massive orders, some small orders, things like that. Think Dunkin' Donuts. Think you know, barbecue sauce, Gorilla Glue, like anything, everything. That anything. Label. Yeah. yeah. So the uh, the plant is out of Louisville, Kentucky. We have a few plants across the country, and um, that's where the printing does. So I'm a regional sales manager for New England. So pretty much run new business um, in New England, managing a few accounts, like some big boys like W. Mason Staples, things like that. That just are a broker for us and just churn out high volume of stickers because people sure. buy it on e-commerce that we talked about which i do all the time i mean i have yeah. i'm ordering a giant sticker again for the new wall i just painted yeah. blue yeah so i mean there it doesn't sound sexy but it's it's there's like probably a million stickers everywhere that you don't think about um your sure. laptop under this table things like that i'm sure. probably on the back of that scale yeah so um yeah so that that's what the current job is the new job is uh is kind of my dream job that or actually is my dream job that I've been working for. Went back to school and finished in kinesiology from Westfield State in 2017. And that was all in line of getting a job similar to what you just did. Yeah, so I was coaching um hockey and baseball, okay, and working for Cobalt Banker. So I was doing sales and I said, "You know what? I do like um, the coaching aspect. So I kind of went back to Westfield State to finish my degree. Maybe would have gone teaching. Sure. But after about 15 days of that, I said, I'm just so in love with sales. Is there a way where I can marry science and business? Okay. And that's kind of where, and I talked to a friend of mine um, out in California who was doing this. And that's pretty much where I came up with medical device sales. So when I was back at school, I literally tailored every single one of my classes to medical science stuff. So I was in classes with, you know, people who are going to get their PAs, people who are being um, physical therapists, things like that. So I ended up getting a degree in kinesiology. Cool. And I think that really speaks <clears throat> to, I mean, it's a different topic, but when people go back to school later in life and you have a better direction, because at 18 years old, you would have not gone to college and been like, I need to take classes that are going to set me up for biomedical sales in the future. You know yeah, I mean? no, I, I originally went for criminal justice and um, went to Franklin Pierce, played college hockey there and just did just did not like what I was studying at all. Sure. Um, so yeah, being able to marry, this has been great. Then after... Um, I graduated, which I, and I was never really smart in school, but I graduated cum laude, which like blew my mind. So you found a topic that you excelled in, that <laughs> yeah. you're interested in and look at you got good grades. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> yeah. My mom was shocked. Um, and then after that, I, I, I said, okay, how do I get a good sales background here? What do I need to do? So I applied for a job at 
a company called Universe, which is uniform sales. Sure, and we've had a few people from the gym go yeah. through Universe. Yeah, so I met uh, at my at the time uh, was my boss, my sales manager was Mr. Travis Schwamp, oh. who uh, may frequent the five AM class. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, and and he he's great. I learned a lot from Travis in sales, and and this was a job that um, you pretty much got told no, and you didn't only get told no you got told fuck off sure. and you were still expected to produce a sale so yeah. it was it was pretty much i looked at it like sales college and yeah and, and travis taught me a lot i learned a lot from him that's gotta be a hard job i know anytime anybody walks into my door and they're carrying a clipboard yeah. and wearing yeah. like a suit i'm like i'll oh, get the fuck out of here. yeah yeah like i don't like i don't want what you're yeah. selling me it's a hardcore outside b2b sales job yeah and that's where a lot of these med device companies like to hire from because you have some grit could sure. you succeed in an unsucceedable job and you so, get your ass kicked for a while. Yeah. You know? Just how do you how do you get told no and still make the sale? Sure. That's that's what Universe was. Um, then after that, I, I got headhunted for. Um, I need to hire you. <laughs> you <laughs> want to sell fitness? Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, I got headhunted for a job that I currently work at as, a, as the label job, um, which I originally didn't want to take because I was in between this. And another med device sale. Uh, it was oh, a the laser penis company. job. No, that that oh, came later. later. I got head on it later for. Oh yeah, that was <laughs> <laughs> around the same time where I heard I could I could get my job. There, I'm going to go in a few weeks. I get a I get another recruiter hits me up and says, "Hey, I got this job. It's in men's urology, and it was my first time breaking into med device. I was like, this is perfect. So I went to interview, did the whole thing, and we are literally in the Starbucks at MGM, full suits. Um, Everyone's, I mean, just you, well put together team of, team of guys sure. and med device. A company called Coloplast, great company. And they whip out this. I'm like, well, so what are we selling? What are the device? And they just whip out this. It's for men's, your, um, people who can't get hard. Uh. So your, um, erections. And so this guy leans down, whips out this penis pump. And it actually goes. So he's explaining how it cuts through the scrotum and it goes up and there's a pump that's internal. So he's it's like a hydraulic pump for someone's yeah, dick. Yeah, it's like they literally just pump their sack. It's like a Reebok air pump. <laughs> really? really? Yeah, yeah. It's like, like hold on, let yeah. me squeeze my balls a little. <laughs> yeah. Does it have a does it have a release valve like one of those things you put on your arm? So it's like it yeah, like a, a blood, a pressure, blood pump? pressure Yeah, a blood pressure cuff. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I guess these uh people they're doing a lot of surgery, especially in New York hey, and in Boston. If that's what you gotta do, good for you. Yeah, so so this guy's doing this. And we're in the middle of Starbucks, and people are like, "What are these guys talking about?" <laughs> They're just using, yeah, like penis terms, all this stuff. So that was wild. So, so I is got, that it, would your job I, there be like selling to like hospitals or like direct to consumer? So yeah, not to consumer. So that's that's pretty much to the surgeon. Gotcha. So, Pat was yep. the entry level position where you have to examine the dicks to make sure <laughs> yes. they're um, you got a massage, clients, sure they're ready. But they could they, this yeah. product would work for them. <laughs> gotcha. yeah, exactly. That's how you enter that business. Yeah. Gotcha. So yeah, this this one. Um, so I ended up getting the job, but they wanted me to be in New York. And this was right before I got married. And this was like, this is my way into med device. Sure. And, uh, but I had to be in New York, I think, three or four times a week. And you're in surgery, just making sure if the you know, doctor has any questions, you know, you're there as kind of representing the, the product. Sure. So we decided against it. It was just too, too much time away from home, especially with getting married. And um, I wish you took that job just, to, I just so we can make dick jokes all the time. Oh my god! Yeah, the, the dick doctor. That would have been unreal. That would have been a lot of jokes would have came They're out all of that the time. Yeah. Right? Every time you see everybody. Yeah. So yeah. So after passing up on that, just stayed the course with my current job and um, 
had the opportunity now, so I'm going to be entering the world of spine. And everything with, you uh, told me about your current job, you killed it there. You were the top sales dude, smashing yeah. numbers. Like you did really well for yourself selling stickers. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it was um, it was just another stepping stone where that was more of a where where Unifirst was a hardcore outside B2B job. This job was relationship based sales. Sure. So if you take the the hardcore outside B2B and you take the relationship building enabled, now you take them together. To me, that's like med device because okay. you got to be a hunter. And you got to be very, very good at relationships. Yeah. So that's kind of, that was kind of my thinking. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens um, going forward. I know you have some studying to do. Uh, everything yeah. that TJ has been telling yeah. you and I that uh, studying is coming your way and all yeah. that type of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'll be buried for the next three months. I'm yeah, you'll be fine. Did you yeah. graduate summa cum laude with? Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, who knows? Kinesiology, yeah, we'll you'll be all, be all right. right. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. So, so what sort of stuff that- are you studying? I'll tell you in two weeks. Okay, perfect. Uh, um, uh, the spine, a lot of a lot of fusion stuff, um, things like that. So basically, um, from what I, I understand, it's it's you know full trays for for fusion surgeries, um, and I'm sure there's some ancillary other stuff that they sell as well. Yeah, and you're gonna have to know everything about how the back works. Yeah, yeah. What goes where and how? That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, I feel like. I could never do sales. I don't have the guts for it. <laughs> I don't even like the sales part of what I do now. And it's that's hard, usually man. like someone has me come in and they're like, tell us, we like yeah. what you do. How does it work? And I'm like, I don't want to talk to you about this. <laughs> you just hire me. I don't want to sell myself at all. Yeah, It's hard. It's a very hard thing to do. Yeah. No, it's, um, it is, and it's, it's one of those things. If you, uh, Sales is one of the, if you don't sell you're you're fired yeah you know what I mean yeah. it's if you're not produ- it's not for everybody some people you know account management's better in that world um, but for me I think you just kind of find a ha- happy medium a little bit of luck sure is involved know some of the right people networking yeah. I mean what's luck uh, when you're well prepared and an opportunity presents itself you exactly. got lucky exactly do so. you feel like for you in the sales side like how much of that is um, sort of like soft skills and just you having good like interpersonal skills and how much of it is more like actual sales mechanical technique type stuff? Good question. Um, everyone will probably give you a different answer. I I think it's... Like for you personally, I guess. For me, it's, it's 50-50. Like I'm not afraid to have those awkward conversations that need to be had. From those awkward conversations, there's definitely some strategy on what you're saying next. I'm sure they're, and you know. you're also a very likable person. I'm yeah. sure that plays to your advantage too. You walk in, and someone wants to talk to you. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point too. I mean, it's um, you're going to buy from who you like, um, unless there's some people that are, are you know bottom price, and that does come into play. Sure, but they always say you never sell in price. I mean, like and trust, because I mean, if I trust someone and I like them, I'll pay more for a product because I know yeah. it'll be what I want when I ordered. They have, and if anytime I need to make a phone call, they'll pick it up. Um, mm-hmm. And you'll pay you'll pay a premium for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, not to bring this up, but look at Spirit Airlines. Yeah, you know, although a lot of people are flying them now because the costs are too crazy. But and they have some direct flights that are all right. I know. Now fuckers. I'm like, oh, there was a bolt that came out of my seat. <laughs> really? <laughs> the seat starts rattling. <laughs> you're like, oh my god. So I went from Vegas to Miami, and it was like I had to buy. I was not expecting to go. I was going to go home, miss the flight, and a couple of my buddies were like, "Let's go to Miami." So I ended up finding this flight for like $190, and it went from Vegas to Detroit and Detroit to Miami, and the bolt fell off the seat. That's absurd. I like in turbulence. I've never seen anything like it. Wow. Yeah. What were you doing in Vegas? 
Um, it was probably, probably like twenty three. Yeah, no, we um, we just went with some friends. I think for a weekend. You have well, any good crazy Vegas stories? Not really. I so I just went to Vegas um for my bachelor party. Gotcha. And we were like the most old tame people ever and like, <laughs> i went home and i told nina i was like i literally have nothing to say so we were i was there for i think three nights and we were in bed the last two nights nice really yeah we we had a crazy 24-hour bender we did um well, that's where that's what put you off for two days yeah now that we're getting older yeah you're 24-hour bender and you're like fuck i need to go home yeah no we did good like we landed we went to a pool party after the pool party we went to a dinner and then after the dinner we went to a nightclub and then after the nightclub, we woke up, went to another pool party, and that sure. was it. Done. And then we were there for like another day and a half, and everyone was just like either gambling or sleeping or at the sports book. So sure. that was pretty much it. Um, you know, I, I would love to go back to Vegas and do kind of more like dinners and shows. I've heard the shows are yeah. great. I've never been. I've never been to Vegas. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it. And I'll do I, it yeah, yeah. at some point. Vegas, my experience with Vegas is that it's like sort of like the big E. Okay. You either <laughs> love it. Doses. Yeah, no. you either love it or you go once and then you're like, okay, I get what this is. Sure. You know, like it doesn't change. I yeah. rode the carnival rides. Yeah. I see what this is all about. I'm either in or I'm out. Right. Yeah. My first <laughs> Vegas experience um, was, I guess I would have been like 19 at the time. And it was right after I got back from a project where I'd spent two weeks in Haiti and then went straight for like a big, uh, like film conference that happens on Vegas every year. And it was the weirdest, just like cognitive dissonance Uh, of going from like literally these like fishing villages with no electricity and like, you know, kids just freaking out at cameras to just like money everywhere. Um, but yeah, I don't have any good crazy Vegas stories either. Most of mine were like, trying to be at like industry stuff and getting busted sure. for not being 21 and like you can't be on the casino floor and I'm like i'm not drinking i'm just hanging out with I'm people trying to learn are, things yeah. yeah so i've what do you enjoy more haiti or vegas super super poor fishing villages uh, no money a good question or the life of the rich and famous uh i mean if i had to like spend an extended period of time in one i'd probably take haiti but sure. uh i'd probably I, be right there with you yeah i mean it's 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 beautiful down there, actually. It's a crazy thing, like, it, because it is like a, uh, I, you know, I don't know what it's technically classified as, but it's sort of that, like, Caribbean Isle of, like, the DR, and the water's beautiful, sure. and you go to the beaches, and it's just ridiculous, but it's super poor, it's super corrupt, you know, and yep. then all these sort of natural disasters. It's just weird, because you're, like... We went to the, uh, I've been, like, three or four times now uh, working with an organization down there, and we would, like, go to the beach... And it's beautiful, you know, it's like a resort and they'll like bring you food and stuff, but there's no one there. And like everywhere outside sort of the the boundaries of the sort of like rich white people resort is just trash everywhere and really? stuff. You know, like they just don't value it because there's not, there's no reason to. It's not like okay. there's enough tourism for them to like really capitalize on it. Sure. And so everyone who's going on cruises and stuff is over in the Dominican Republic, which is just the same side, uh, the other side of the same island. Okay. But, yeah. you know, it's just 40, mm. funny how that all plays out. But there's no big financial driver for them to keep their beaches super nice and clean and get off the garbage, and they don't give a shit. So what yeah. difference to me? Yeah. So it's a it's a crazy place for sure. But Vegas, Vegas is interesting. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's a fun place for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Are you a, are you a casino guy? I heard you may like to gamble a little. I like I like throwing some money down on sports, but nothing like crazy, crazy. <laughs> I mean, like fifty bucks here, or sure. there. Um, Did you bet against the Patriots? 
No, I would never do that. Uh, sure. <laughs> That's a sin. <laughs> yeah. Brian Carr. Did you bet on LSU or Clemson? I took LSU. Well, you're smart then. Yeah. Um, I took LSU. Yeah, I didn't see Clemson beating them this time around. Yeah. yeah. They're um, both nasty, and the quarterbacks were both phenomenal. Oh, Burrow's unbelievable. unbelievable. Well, fun game to watch, man. It really was. Um, but yeah, I got a couple friends that, um, like one of my buddies that went to Vegas with me was just, he kind of missed out on some of the pool stuff because he was just at the tables the whole time. And mm. we were like, come on, man. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, not nothing like that, but yeah, you know, 50 bucks on a game, you know? Yeah. Sure. No big deal. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there's been this ongoing, uh, personal conversation at the gym that we need your vote on. Sure. <laughs> Are you a folder or a buncher? Um, I don't want to answer either of those. <laughs> Why <times>. not? <laughs> I'll answer it. I'm a folder. I, I don't. I don't get it. a folder or a buncher. It's a toilet paper thing. Do you Ooh, do you fold your you... toilet paper or do you like crumple it into? Oh, like fold, a... I fold. Okay, good. You're a smart yeah. man. Who, <laughs> smart who bunches? Dude, that's, There's that's people the in the gym that bunch. A lot Come of on. no one bunches. <laughs> people do. What You're was gonna... the second part to that question? So the second part of the question is: <laughs> Do you lean or do you like stand up? To get up? No, like to what? So, to use your folded or bunched toilet paper. I honestly don't know. Ah, <laughs> I don't have to I don't test it. I'll, I'll, I'll have leaner. to get back to you on that. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a leaner. <laughs> but some people also apparently like go full like half squat. Hold on. What are you guys? Why are you guys even talking about this? In the don't gym? This just happens. Yeah. These are conversations that happen in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> we literally were sending out text messages the other day to get people to like yeah. vote in on this because we're like, hold on. We need to get more information. So what's the, what's the vote at? Uh, Mandy has the like spreadsheet. I feel like it's you have like a, a spreadsheet. <laughs> Dude, we're take these uh, what things is wrong seriously. Guys? <laughs> <laughs> the majority is going folding, but there are a few bunchers. Yeah. Believe it or not, there's actually a stander as well. Uh, yeah, but there's, uh, there's doesn't a make any sense. <laughs> oh my! If you guys could see them right now, they're actually standing up. Uh, we, we, well, you have to demo it. You got to demo it. For Absolutely. Everyone. I told Rome Saturday at the uh, at the holiday party we should put all this in here, and everyone gets like ninety seconds to come in and vote and plead their case, and then we kick them back out and take the next. I one. think we're so. Have what to do started that. this? Like, who actually made the first question so, on this? So I heard this question on a podcast like a long time ago, and it started this like really rowdy so you, conversation. So you started. I did. So we went bowling, a group of us, uh, I don't know, like a week or two ago. And it was like me, Mandy, Leighton, Matt, uh, Brandon, Casey. And so on the drive home, I don't even know how we got there, but I asked the question. And then everyone started arguing. And so then we've just been asking everyone. Dude, it's a you know it's a new sales question you can ask people. You know, no, I feel like I it really helps you break, an ice, break the ice, right? Yeah. Icebreaker, you a buncher or a folder? Like, Get the <laughs> like, fuck out of my the office. <laughs> 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 or who knows? Maybe they're into it. Yeah, and they'll start laughing and be like, "All right, it's a great question. I'll play yeah. your game, sir." What's um sort of coming back to the like next few months of training for you and stuff? Like, how does nutrition fit into all of that? Yeah, great question. Um, right. So I did this to to. This is where I would start on this. So I did this Peloton challenge with Travis, yep. and it was um, who could burn the most calories in the month of December. It's and like we, uh, last year's Sober October, sort of. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. And like, so there was another kid involved. And then for some reason, I mean, Travis super competitive. I was super competitive. We just were, it started off with like, all right, I would do a 30 minute class. He would do a 30 minute class. Then like we were like, all right, the next day I was like, well, I'm going to do a 45-minute class. He did a 45-minute class and like a 10-minute cool down. So I'm like, what the fuck? And then like it just turned into this whole thing where before we know it, we were killing ourselves two and a half, three hours on the bike a day. Just to beat one another. Just to beat. So this, this is what circles back to nutrition is when I was doing that, 
I was, I think I lost 10 pounds. Wow. And I was eating pizza. Like, just, just, I was burning crazy calories. Imagine yeah. what you would have lost if you were eating well. <laughs> oh, dude, like a, a shitload. So, or you would have died. Or I would have what died. Too. There's a sorry. point where you're like, you would be running such a big caloric yeah. deficit, your body would <laughs> it just was shut wild. down. Like, next to the bike, I had a bunch of stinger gels, like a case of bangs, <laughs> all this stuff. So, going into training, I know I'm going to have to keep myself fueled. I'm going to have to be smart about it. So, I'm doing this uh, 60 day challenge. With the gym. Yeah, cut the junk. So I think that's going to be a good Kickstarter for getting some of the shit out of the diet. 100%. Get some good habits laid down. Yep. Get some just eating good food quality choices. Yeah. Uh, my amazing wife is, is on board. When we, we when I did this before the wedding, um, she was amazing because she's actually a very big inspiration for me because she lost some weight and then she's kept it off. And she's very disciplined. And, and so I get a lot of my work ethic. I try from her because she works cool. very hard. Yeah, and I see her all the time. Yeah. Her. So I, I know she's going to be a big part of my success when it comes to nutrition, um, especially with the cut the junk. But when I get into March 1st and I start doing more specific triathlon stuff, I think I'm going to have to hire either a nutritionalist or just sit down with somebody and have a serious conversation about macros and things like that because i'm going to be burning so many calories especially as this training gets ramped up as i'm sure you know with yeah. these brick workouts and i you know they're gonna be like you know two hours on the bike to go run five miles like i have to be i gotta i have to have a plan of attack for that sure so i know that's coming so i think the first step with the, with this cut the junk is saying okay i love the list that you put out um i'm gonna put it right on the uh on the fridge i know a lot of people uh, swear by this box bistro thing sure. box bistro is delicious yeah so I, I i'm gonna try and marry a few of those things and i think maybe that's a conversation we have or yeah. there's something I, I go more serious with like actually hiring i don't know yet i mean yeah. what, did, what did you do what do you think yeah i mean um obviously like there's a spectrum of like how much you actually want to micromanage it and stuff um i think like for me personally I've sort of like fallen into this space of like, I have a pretty good sense of like about what I burn. Um, and so I sort of like, I play with my macros a bit, um, partially just depending on like cravings and stuff and partially depending on workload. Um, but I think like for what you're doing, you could probably, um, you could probably, I don't think it would be that complicated to figure out, honestly, you know, if you sort of took a baseline of like, this is sort of what we're going to aim for. Um, you're going to need a buttload of carbs to keep moving as much as you are. Um, so I don't think you have to like starve yourself by any means, but I mean, if you're eating three to 4,000 calories a day and you're still, you know, moving down two pounds a week or whatever your goal is, then, you know, I think everything's okay. But I Mm. think just sort of making sure you're getting enough protein in there, um, you know, making sure that you're not totally totally blowing the bank because that's my personal experience has been the more high volume high intensity training i do the harder it is to keep the scale moving because i think it's that like mental like you're just burnt and so you just want to slam food because it feels oh, good star- oh i was every time after i got two and a half hours on the bike like i think it was something like i did 46 miles mm-hmm. one day on this goddamn flywheel of a peloton <laughs> yeah and i would just smash food like i was just i was i've never been that hungry before and yeah. that'll so be I've what never, you're yeah. gonna find 
you're going to have to have a very fluid plan. And the reason it's going to have to be fluid is you're trying to mirror weight loss with performance optimization. And those two typically don't go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. And you're not talking about a small amount of weight. You're talking about losing about 50 pounds to 55 pounds in your training process. So things are going to change. It'd be a lot different if you were already at your optimal weight. So if you're already at your optimal weight, we don't have to play with things too much. And we know where carbs, what carbs to pull. And they're also talking about if you want to weigh 240 and you're weighing at 295 now, how many weeks do we have? What's your optimal weight right. loss? How quickly do you want to get to that 240 to train at that weight? Or is that just like step on the scale day of race? Right. And weight yeah, that, that would, for me, that would probably be step on the scale. I, I Knowing me, I, I could shed – if I really wanted to, I could shed off 10 in a week. Like, yeah. I just know I could. And with the training that you're doing, as you're saying, like if you did like the Peloton thing – and you were eating pizzas and you still lost 10 pounds, if we cut down that carbohydrate intake, just have enough to restore your glycogen stores for your liver glycogen, muscle glycogen, restore those, but still be at a caloric deficit, you're going to shed off crazy weight. Um, the thing is just managing your hunger. You hear that, Nina? Yeah, and yeah. and I think, and you know, too, it is, uh, it's that balancing game of like how quickly can we move the scale, but how well can we continue to handle the volume we're handling, you yep. know? And so if you've got six plus months, though, you know, if you do... Well, we have, I think of, we got like seven. Yeah, but I mean, if if six would be whatever, 26 weeks, you know, you do two pounds a week and you're going to be you down go. 50 something or whatever pounds. it is. Yeah. I think my Siri's talking to me, but... No, um, was, yeah, mine went off. But so so let's talk about this then, um, since you're officially doing the race. Sure. <laughs> okay. Don't say, you're officially doing yeah, it. Yeah, I'll okay. be, uh, right. it'll be like... Don't my, say sure. My, my <laughs> 27th <laughs> birthday party to myself. Yeah, buddy. Present. All right. So let's talk about some, some training... Um, that that you want to do together going forward. You want to do some some group rides, Dude, some, I'm some down runs. For, I'm down for whatever. So what are you, you mentioned a pool? What do you? What's your pool plan? That's a great question. So the only thing I can think of is which I don't want to do, but LA Fitness has a junior Olympics size pool. That's where do you live? Long Meadow. So okay. the one in Springfield's like five minutes away. Yeah. And I talked to the couple people that go there. They're like the pool's always open. It's open till eleven. So the other side is the Springfield JCC, but they're very they have swim team there and um I don't I looked at the schedule, it's kinda tight. So I might do the LA fitness thing. Um what are you, are you doing YMCA? Yeah. I I have been doing that just because that's what I have. Um, it's weird. Like my family lives in Hamden, and so they got a family membership to the Wilbraham YMCA. Mm-hmm. And when they were signing up, they were like, "Who are all your kids?" And my mom was like, "He's like 25 and ha- is married and has a house." And they're like, "He still counts." So for yeah. some reason, I have a YMCA card through my family's family membership. So I that's go awesome. to the Ellington one, but then I also did. Um, I tagged you in the thing in Heat, right? Where they have like yeah, the, the Saint weekly. Joseph. Yeah, I think they're doing it at Westminster. Or something yeah, I don't this know time. if that's gonna. So that was I... great, though. I will say, like that was, and especially I think having someone to like Julie was really good about. It's cool actually. They have these headsets you can wear underwater, and so they can talk to you while you're swimming. Um, and so that's they're cool. like, you know, have you seen Scott's bone? Yeah, where it's headphones? like it's not actually in his ear. Oh, it's yeah, like the that. Sonar type yeah. Of thing. yeah. So yeah, they yeah. put those on the people in the class, and so they'll be like, "We're gonna swim fifties, focusing on pull," and you'll be like swimming, and she'll be like, "Your right arm isn't getting up as high as it should," or something. When, they when can actually that? cue you. I think they're doing it on t- Mondays or Tuesday evenings. Okay. Um, I was debating doing this block, um, but I'm out of town at least like two of the like eight or ten weeks it is. Um, but I don't know. It's it's really good. I mean, if you can make it. But there's other stuff too. There's also um, 
they do lake swimming stuff down um, outside Hartford too. This guy, I think it's his name's Jeff Stewart or something. Uh-huh. I went to one of those before I did my sprint triathlon, and that was good just for like open water experience too. Yeah. But there's, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff. I think the only thing I would say on that is like um, this guy Chris, um, who does a lot of seventy point threes, was sort of like my triathlon mentor or whatever through heat. And uh, when I first talked to him, he was like, "If you don't have a lot of history swimming." You're better off getting coached before you put a bunch of time in so that you're starting with good habits instead mm. of like spending three months building bad habits and then having a coach try to fix you. Right. You know? Super smart. Yeah, I got to get in the pool ASAP. Um, that's, I mean, honestly, that's the hardest part in my History opinion. with yeah. swimming. I know I asked you history with biking. I asked you history with running. What's your history with swimming? So this might shock everybody. I think I hold the record for 25 um, fly at the Springfield JCC for like, really? listen to this, for like 10 and under. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Competitive yeah, swimmer yeah, yeah. at 10 years old. Yeah. Like you're an orca, just yeah. a killer whale. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I did I did swim team until 7th or 8th grade. Okay, so you do have a background in swimming. Like That was a not support this, that you Yeah, did. not at this size, though. So this is going to be a little interesting. Sure, but you get uh, you understand the body mechanics. You I'll be understand fine. All I'll be stuff. fine. I just got to get the engine. You know, um, like Evan said, probably get a coach to kind of tweak some things. Um, I'm assuming it's like riding a bike, but I don't know. Um, okay. so we'll see. And plus with the open water swimming, it's a totally different yeah, I was going to hit in the face with a little wave or whatever. Yeah. yeah like I mean, sucking in o- water, open water, ocean swim. And it's also like, it's not when we did the one on the Cape, we're sort of like nestled up in the bottom edge of like Falmouth. And it's like, I don't know. It's probably like 80 meters out. 400 meters down and then 80 yeah. meters back in. This one looks like you're full on like swimming out a third of a mile, swimming over a yeah, third this of a mile. Is, you're going to be running into some marine life out there. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah, this is deep. But the, I have been informed that it's kind of in a protected area because it's near up here. Sure. I'm so not I don't think you it's watch be... Jaws before you go. No, this I freak you the fuck out. Yeah, well, like, I, I don't want to go in the water. <laughs> that's, why, uh, <laughs> that's why James bailed on the Cape one, supposedly. They were worried about sharks. Oh, I don't blame him. I'm out. I'm not doing a Cape one. It was great white time. There, no way, man. You know, there's a uh, our friend, because I stayed with friends. I used to live on the Cape when I did that one. And they have an app that shows all the tracked shark positions. Because I guess they tag them all out there. But they're all out past the elbow. You know, they're all okay. in the national seashore. What about the untagged one? I'm not what? doing it. Yeah, I'm right. not doing you're, that one you're that also like in. 80 feet from, from the <laughs> you're, like, you're not going to convince me to swim. You just need to be close to someone else so you can throw them at me. Like, oh, yeah, you're going to exactly. not me. All right, well, I'll do it if Evan does. It'll be my swimming buddy decoy. Uh, perfect. So in Maine, in the summer when this is going on, water temperature is still pretty cold? Yeah, pretty warm. so good question. 65, I think they say 65 to 72. So it's not too cold, but in the same turn, it's not that warm. Yeah, so Iron Man does this thing where it's a, it's called a wet suit swim illegal yeah and it has to do with the temperature right. so it might be a game day decision on the temperature and if it gets too hot they, they won't let yeah. you wear them they because you'll, you'll, you'll overheat actually huh. because you get insulated and you get in like 80 degree water and even when we did our um, cook you yeah, yeah we did our like lake 
swim thing they were like you can wear a wetsuit but even in like this lake water that's like 75 if you're really moving for like 45 minutes it can be bad for you really because i think it's also like it's one of those things where you're wet and something that i learned when i had to cut weight for wrestling is that like the higher the humidity more you sweat sure in water you're in like 100 percent humidity so you're actually just sweating a ton the whole time interesting so it'll just like it's like an oven in there and you're just losing all your water and you come out dehydrated and it's no fun and yeah. try to go hop on a bike and yeah go so yeah. yeah so this is um i don't know I, I i bet you it is no one main but um i think on the website it's it says it's uh i think 65 but 65 to 72 degrees is what the water temperature normally is cool yeah so um and plus being in maine we uh my parents have a little beach house up there so we'll be able to that's kind of why i picked it too um we can get up there Friday, kind of hang out, and if Evan's coming up and, and anybody else who joins. You, you know, said it's in the Algonquit area? It's a little bit north of that, so I believe it's an old Orchard Beach, Saco area. Okay, so I mean, it's probably going to be in a really nice area. Like so 20 people minutes do want to go up and get a uh, Airbnb or something, they could go up on Airbnb for the weekend, hang out, have a fun weekend, enjoy themselves. Yeah, like, get a nice dinner in Portland after or yeah. something like that. Sounds well, I mean, I'll familiar. do it the night before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so how many people are doing this Cut the Junk? Cut the Junk, we had 26 people sign up for this time. Okay. And how many people are going to be taking this dead serious? I would say probably about half. Half will be in it to win it and like, I want to win this. And the other half will be, I want to do this, but it's just for myself. I don't really want to record things. I just want to look at yeah. it. And out of the top 12 that are serious, probably I would say six to seven are going to be like, diehard scoring wise where they're really trying to win the challenge itself interesting i gotta figure out which one i'm gonna be <laughs> well with your goals coming up i think you should go the diehard <laughs> route <laughs> yeah plus you could get some uh some metcons to help offset your bike costs honestly you yeah. sell them on the black you could market. probably shave off 20 to 30 pounds in this time frame um, and that would jumpstart your weight loss yeah, journey for this whole thing pretty quickly and not, as I said, make your nutrition easier later on because then we're not losing so much and still trying to be a high performer. You're going to be more towards your goal baseline That's of weight point. and then you can start worrying on like fueling issues at a certain body weight. So let me ask you this, Rome, because you brought this up. You said you and Yosh are going to do a sprint track? Uh, maybe. Yeah, you guys going to do winding trails? I said I would do it if Yosh does it, so it's a better question for oh, me. Oh, dude, we'll get Yosh to do it. And we, it has to be like the one of the ones that Evan's talking about where I can rent a bicycle. Yeah. Because I don't have a bike, yeah, and I'm going to go neither. out there without any training. So that's my, like, if I do it, Yosh and I are not training for this. We're not doing any cardio. We're going to do our normal weightlifting thing and then go do a sh- sprint. So where where is the sprint? I believe it's in Simsbury. Uh yeah, it's somewhere. Let me look. Quick. Yeah, what's the date? Okay, no it's, idea. I don't. Have they run them set. for a what while. What if we got a little group of uh, Romeo Athletic people to go out there? Yeah, we could do. It. I mean, that's what Evan was joking around saying yeah. he's going to video it because he's going to watch Yoshi yeah. and I suffer. Hopefully, that was a joke. No, uh, hey, we should video <laughs> it. If nothing else, we should definitely put GoPros on you guys. I think so too. I mean, just the uh, the pictures last year I thought were great from when you oh, guys yeah. went with James and Joe and Matt and um, had a good time. Yeah. With it. I, I, just the pictures were cool from that. So having quick videos of all of us suffering. Just, yeah, you got to do this. All right. I don't like having video evidence of me getting my ass kicked. Ah, you're going to do great. <laughs> That's what I see on your Instagram of me every day. <laughs> Um, so the winding trails, it's in Farmington technically, and okay. it's, uh, two, it's like every Tuesday from June 11th to August 13th. 
June right, 11th to so August can, 13th. I think it was. I'm going to have a child somewhere in the middle of that time uh-huh, frame. Perfect. But I hopefully can sneak out for a day and go do a triathlon. <laughs> I yeah. think. Uh, Why not, right? Yeah, Fuck yeah, it. yeah. I think it was after we stopped recording that Sarah admitted that she is like the. She's podiumed their like pro mountain bike race there, like at Winding Trails or something. So oh, she has really? a major bike advantage. And on she all said she was yeah. a swimmer also. Yeah. So this is bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I'll get myself she buried. Can't, she, can't she can't do it with us. Huh? But uh, dude, that'd be that'd be a lot of fun. We should definitely get a group of people. If if people are listening and they want to try the triathlon thing, I mean, it is it's pretty um, it's pretty low barrier to entry, especially like the off road one is. Uh, that's the you only know, reason I'm interested is because of the low barrier of entry. Right. You can rent a bike. You certainly don't need a wetsuit or anything. It's a little lake swim, um, but it's a lot of fun. We did it. Me, Matt, uh, Joe, and James did it last year, and I think there's a group of us talking about doing it this year. It's like 30 bucks to enter and 20 bucks to rent a bike or something sure. if you want to awesome. play around with so it. So 50 bucks to do the day if you don't have a bike like myself. Wear a bathing suit, get a pair of sneakers, and you're good. Right. Um, and Do you then, need like clipless pedals with the bicycle, or I mean, is it just like sneakers on your pedals? It's only 10, and you're good? 10 miles, right? Uh, it's I, in the woods. I think it's even, yeah, it's less because it's off road. I want to okay. say it's like five or six, maybe. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it'll it'll still cook you. I think we. Oh, I'm gonna get my ass kicked, dude. I just missed the like <laughs> this is uh, great. Yeah, the one hour this. cutoff was like the fast people, and I I think I was like 107 or something. But I definitely could have done better on the run. Um, but I didn't go clipless because I don't trust myself on a mountain bike. Sure. Mm. Um, you know, if you're really good at mountain biking, maybe. But I'm I used sure to have Sarah clipless pedals on my uh, mountain bike, and it was great. But that's when I was mountain biking all the time, and I don't do that anymore. Yeah, I would not. I would not go clipless on you, that. You could though, dude. Did you buy all this extra stuff that they offer you? Um, no, because the I, I think I did it once, and when I was like, oh, you get the backpack, or uh, there might be a photo package in there. I might, yeah, I might sure. add that later. But it was like four hundred fifty bucks, and um, I was like, no, nah, let me just day one. Let me just get this. Sure. Um, yeah, you always go so. back later and buy the gear if you get yeah. two and want it. So yeah, um, if anybody is interested, I, I know when I did it, it was three hundred twenty-five, um, and then you have to buy a USAT day one day thing. Um, I think it was like three hundred fifty bucks, but it goes up pretty soon. I um, think it's three fifty now. It so it's three fifty like. now. So USAT yeah. is United States Triathlon. I think I don't even know. Yeah, okay. so I'm just thinking you saw it. USA United Triathlon. States. It's like a Wait day pass. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, but yeah, no, I didn't get any of that other stuff. You saw should do day passes. They really should, should take do a day lesson passes. from that triathlons. would be. Um, it'd be way easier for me to convince people to sign up for weightlifting meets if they didn't have to buy a twelve month you saw subscription. How right. much is that? I think a hundred bucks. Yeah. But you, when you add that into a meet, let's say you just wanted to get your feet wet and do your first meet ever, you got to do. You have to buy your you saw membership, then your meet registration, then your singlet. So that cost of just one meet goes up exponentially. Yeah. Where if they just had a day pass for twenty bucks, cool. Yeah, this in. one's fifteen. Yeah, yeah, that's it's I mean, not that's bad. A deal. I think, and I think it's similar. Where if you do the year, it's like eighty bucks or a hundred bucks or sure. something. I'm trying to finish signing up for this. It's just asking me a million questions. Are you are you doing it right now? Yeah, that's what I've been doing. <laughs> over here. Evans on Didn't I not tell center. you a week ago? By the end of this podcast, he's signing he's up. Signing up. Uh, he's doing sure, it. Why not? <laughs> Got so. too psyched up. Yeah. yeah, it's asking me all these weird questions about like my uh, my career and stuff. And oh like, yeah, I'm, interesting. You don't need to know any of this. The real question is if I want any of these extra goodies, but I don't think I do. So we're good, dude. Thirty seven dollars for a t shirt. 
Wow. It seems excessive when you're already charging. Just get one when you're there. I mean, I, know, right? I heard they have like a Iron Man village. When yeah, you I'm sure they do. They I'm sure they have like do. an athlete yeah. village where you can go buy all the labeled and geared shit and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So going back to something you mentioned earlier about coaching, you coached at Long Meadow High School for baseball and hockey. Yeah, is that where you coached? Yeah, so um, maybe fifteen to seventeen or fourteen. Cool. To seventeen, yeah. Did um. The head coach for the JV boys, assistant varsity hockey, which is awesome. Uh, I got to coach with one of my best friends, Nick, and uh, my coach when I was there. Um, and then baseball was just kind of a nad. They needed a head coach. I said, you know, it fit the schedule with being a realtor at the time. Cool. Um, so, so before yeah. the sales job, you were a realtor. Yeah, I did. I did Colwell, Colwell Banker for about two and a half years and kind of did it like half ass. It To me, that's not really a... I mean, I know people do very well. I got a couple. I got a buddy that does very well in real estate. Sure, but to be like a just a purebred residential, say, I mean, there was ninety eight agents. Sure, in the Long Meadow Coldwell Banker. So just the, I mean, it's a the market's pretty flooded. With saturated, people. yeah, it's saturated. I mean, it just it just wasn't for me. I just wasn't in love with it. Okay, yeah. so you're coaching both of those, and I'm assuming that your sports background is in those sports as well. Then, so you were a baseball player growing up, you were a hockey player yeah. growing up. Apparently, you were a champion swimmer growing champion. up as well. Absolute champion <laughs> swimmer. Um, yeah, but I, in high school, I just I stuck with those two. Cool. Yeah, I and then you said at the soccer. collegiate level, you started out collegiately playing hockey, ended up falling off the table with that, yep. and then yeah, I played for a college called Franklin Pierce, which was uh, we were, it was a D two hockey school. It was it was a lot of fun. Cool. What uh, what position did you play? I was a goalie. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Are you super mobile? Was he is still super mobile? I mean, the other day, TJ was giving him a hard time. He's like, "Why is this guy so fucking flexible?" <laughs> I was going to ask you, like, do, do you and Nina do a lot of that uh, fancy couples acro yoga? No, but Nina does. Like, she just she'll just be in the living room and just do like some crazy pose. I'm like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "Oh, it's an eagle." You ah, should do that shit yeah. too. That'd be I, hilarious <laughs> if you'd be like, "I could do that." Like, yeah. yeah, rip out this like crazy pose. She'd be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. So I <laughs> speaking of, like Nina's journey with yoga has been really cool to watch because. She went and got certified as a yoga teacher from the yoga shop. And when she first started, like, she was good. She was definitely good. But seeing her progress and, like, do these um, poses that supposedly take years and now she can do them. It's awesome. It's, uh, yeah, flexibility is huge. I I need to add some of that into this training. I have to. What what I'd be curious to ask her is how much has weight loss and strength training played in the trajectory and progress that she's made as a yoga person? Oh, it's huge. For the people that are yogis that don't do any strength training and aren't worried about weight loss and that kind of stuff and they do whatever – how can you accelerate your yoga learning curve via kind of what we do? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think that'd be pretty cool to check out. Yeah, she's she's definitely getting stronger, um, and the yoga is, is, is getting improving. So it must be working. You yeah. signed up. $400 later. We're doing this together, apparently. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> They're in. Uh, so right. Evan has officially signed up for this half Ironman. Yes, triathlon. Evan. Live yes. on the air. Uh, 70.3 main. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm going, um, hopefully Saturday. I, at one point, I heard we were going to get a bunch of snow Saturday. I did, too. But so then I've now heard it looks like it's going to rain. Today. So yeah. someone today told me like one to three, someone else told me six, someone else told me eight, and now you're telling me rain. I right. have no idea. Well, that's where originally, because um, my a buddy of mine, he's working on a thing this weekend, but I think it's a little more up like Northampton way and stuff. He was like, oh, we're 
trying to move stuff around because we're supposed to get like a foot of snow on Saturday. And I was like, I'm flying to LA on Sunday. That doesn't sound fun. But like right now it looks like Saturday 4 PM to 6 PM we might snow. And then by eight, it's supposed to be 35 degrees and turn to rain. And it basically stays above freezing for the next like 48 hours after that. So it seems like it shouldn't be much, but we'll see. You never know. I mean, that was like the day we woke up and we had two feet of snow a month ago. Well, well, right. That was what happened with this shit. The day that, because I was working up in like Orange Mass and we ended up having to reschedule stuff because, yeah, they were like, oh, we're going to get a foot of snow. It turned into like three inches. And Mm -hmm. that was like the the Sunday evening. And then it was like Tuesday morning. We woke up and it randomly got in like a foot. (laughs) Yeah. I I remember I got a text from Goucher and he's like, hey, can we cancel the 5 a.m.? And I walked downstairs. I was like, what the fuck's he talking about? And I I was like, there's a foot of snow. Yeah. (laughs) The hell happened? But yeah, so well, I mean, we uh, now we officially have at least two people going to Maine. This so hopefully we this can convince two are in. We'll see who else we can get. We yeah. gotta start planning some long bike rides, dude. I'm down. Well, true story. I'll I'll definitely uh, piggyback on any great stuff your coach starts programming for you. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame absolutely. you. I don't blame <laughs> and, um, you. I'll I'll send it over to you, man. And then yeah. just as as you gotta adjust. But I know we have some other uh, endurance people doing some stuff. Like Fred was telling me he's doing some thirty mile hike in the wind, like next. Month pulling oh, wow. a sled through the snow in Vermont or some shit really? like that. That's crazy. Get, That's he's awesome. doing it, getting ready for the fifty miler, and he does like some long distance bicycle things. He might be a dude that you could convince. I don't yeah. know if it's too conventional for him, or he likes more of the off the beaten path type thing. Yeah, but um, I think he's. I think they're hiking like maybe it's fifteen in rock climbing, ice climbing for like two days and camping out there, and then. Is that, is that an REI trip? It sounds like an REI trip. It is, but it's not through them. It's okay. just like a bunch of dudes that know what they're doing yeah, and they're going to go out into yeah, the woods and do some crazy off. shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, who else was doing some other endurance stuff? Uh, I mean, we got some cyclists in the gym too that you guys could tap on for their biking community as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was thinking about doing some, some group riding. Competitive yeah. edge does group rides. I've done a few of those and they're pretty good. Um, okay. So that's definitely an option. But I think again, it sort of, Depends how it fits into your schedule with other stuff. Yeah. Those group rides always go through summers. I fucking hate it. Yeah, yeah. I'm oh, yeah. driving down the road in a giant fucking truck, and there's like bicyclists on both sides of the road. I'm like, I'm gonna hit somebody. We, we were guaranteed. driving home from the gym, I think at 4:30, <laughs> and we were like, "Is that fucking Sarah?" Yeah, and it was right in Enfield, and they were cruising, and we were like laying on the horn. <laughs> right. Yeah, there was like a pack of twenty of them. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, so if you need any other help with gear stuff, obviously I'm no expert. I love my Garmin though. The, what do you have? What do you have? The nine four five. Yeah, nice one. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that was my sort of like uh, buy once, cry once sort of thing. I yeah. guess, but I think it's like the seven four five or something. There's it's a seven three five XT that's more manageable. Yeah. Um, the, I, I was told that the nine four five holds music. It does. Okay. So I can go like headphones, Bluetooth right onto this, and so I can run with just this, my Bluetooth buds, and I do the chest strap thing. When you were saying you didn't even listen to music, most I don't really anymore. So it's funny. That was one thing I was going to mention is that I have found one biking. They generally say you shouldn't in general for safety reasons, so I don't. But then even running now, I find that uh, I don't generally do the music thing. I think partially because. Um, I actually have learned to appreciate the time of just like not 
being like stimulated by something, I guess. But I do feel like I'm actually much more sort of like aware of what I'm doing too. Like it allows me to sort of focus on like whether it's breathing or just like how I'm actually moving and like feel either like, oh, I'm landing on the outside of my foot or I'm like not using my quads enough. So I personally don't really listen to music while I run anymore. Um, But it is nice to have. And there's definitely sometimes more so I would say if I'm doing like shorter interval stuff, I'm actually more likely to listen to something. Interesting. Um, yeah, because I know David Goggins says it's he's like it's cheating. So, and my other question would be for specificity of your event, do can't, they allow? Headphones? No, you can't. It's so not. if they don't allow it, I mean, here and there for training things, sure, whatever. But I yeah. assume for the most part, go. Ha- I mean, yeah, it's I know me. I'd be like to... listening to books. I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna listen to a book. Yeah, the podcasts aren't bad either. <laughs> yeah. I did. I know you mentioned it too already, but to what you were saying, it does. Like I, because uh, I've just been doing one of the like Strava running plans for a little mm-hmm. while. Um, and you can totally program in like whatever you want into this thing and then it'll run you through like warm up and then like my run for today is like two minutes at 5k pace one minute recovery jog six times and so I can program that all in and you can like set you know whether it's like a heart rate goal or a pace goal like windows for stuff and it'll run you through it all just having your watch on your wrist which is pretty cool yeah and then it gives you all the data after um on your phone it almost gives you like too much data if you have their heart rate strap because it has like a uh it has like an accelerometer in it um some fancy shit yeah it's it's really crazy (laughs) i'll probably just use the heart rate monitor on the uh on the watch itself but accelerometer sounds like it belongs in back to the future so do you upload that to strava or do you use a a, like a third party app like a auto syncs to my strava so like as soon as i'm done and hit like end workout it goes to the garmin app and it goes right to strava i don't personally use like training peaks or everything or anything um i might now getting ready for this but i i've only just sort of used strava to track stuff in the past so when I first saw Training Peaks, I was like, "This is." I was like, "I'm never going to use it." And then I've been syncing my Apple Watch to it, and the data that I have on the Training Peaks is like awesome. Yeah, it really is. Um, it seems cool. It seems especially cool when you're sort of trying to track like overall volume across multiple modalities too, because it'll sort of give you a sense of like, are you training too much? Not enough? Or do you need to swim more? Do you need to like? It sort of manages. Well, upload that. your workout for the week. Like you have Train Heroic. Mm-hmm. It will do that for the week too. Yeah, you know cool. what you're. you're so you know what's at. coming. Yeah. So here's another gear question, but not specifically for um, technology based. What's your go to running shoe for an event like this? It's a great question. I personally am considering because I think the the thing I might slip in here some at some point too is i would like to do like a full marathon really Um, would you slip that into your training pre-triathlon or after well the real question for me i think is would i want to do it on the way to the 50 miler or after the 50 miler Mm. okay so this would be pre-triathlon in training potentially and 50 milers in may i think i believe so yeah so that's one of those like i would like to do that so i've i think i'm inclined to honestly get either the there's the the nike carbon shoes at this point or there's mm-hmm. the the hoka carbon shoes which are both like carbon fiber plate i was about um, to ask i'm assuming super light yeah super they're light super light, light uh, high energy return they're like the shoes that kipchoge wore whatever where the the first round of them i think they called them the four percents for the nike ones because they found a four percent increase in efficiency uh-huh. wearing them which again if you're talking you know 
hours and hours ends up adding up. Warped. You know, even yeah. a four percent pace sure. change is potentially 20, 30 minutes. Do they you're not look running. like old man running shoes? Because no, most Hoka not, shoes the do. Nikes are sick. The, the Hoka's sort of do. The Hoka's definitely do. So I just went and got fitted. I tried on the carbon plates. For someone like me, it wouldn't do anything. For somebody like Evan, it most certainly might do something. But my that normal Nick running Baird, shoes are New Balance. Yeah, so I just got some New Balance ones. They're nice. um, some V tent foam. I did a five k in it this weekend, and I was surprisingly happy with my feet just my calves oh yeah those are cool man i mean they're not i have a few pair of hoka ones from some different things and these ones look way better (laughs) so they did a um a test with the hoka rincons and the hoka x carbons and there was no difference um interesting yeah it's on youtube i'll send it to you it was nick Nick baird did it oh okay I think I saw I have yeah. that saved in my like to watch, but I haven't watched it yet. But yeah, I mostly have New Balance stuff. Um, no one's wearing quick, Vans for this. No, <laughs> my quick <laughs> plug is um, Fleet Feet in Longmeadow is awesome. That's where I went. Yeah, yeah. so they do the thing where they like three D scan your feet, sure, and they actually pull up all the info on like this foot's bigger than that foot, and how do you tend uh. to walk and stuff. And so then they sort of like correlate it to shoes. Sure. Um, I actually my sister's going over there today because we're doing the St. Patrick's Day ten k together. Oh, you are. You got all the events lined up. I mean, it's like a lot of the smaller stuff is like it just gives you landmarks to not. So, talk to me about that. Have you done that yet? I did it it like two years ago. Funny story. Let me see if I can find the picture. This is a 10K. We're talking about six. six It's it's a little super, super hilly. Okay. Yeah. It's it's very vertical. 6.2. 6.2, right? Yeah. yeah, it's 6.2 theoretically. It GPS clocked a little bit long for me when I did it, so it was closer to like. 6.3. 6.3. That'd be a good training run for you, Pat, because that's yeah. about half your distance that you're going with when you go down to Florida. It's also dumb cheap. It's like 25 bucks. Who are you, who are you running with? Uh, my sister. It's the right. only plan right now. We'll see if other people sign yeah, up. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, you, you just signed up for this. I'll sign up for that. Perfect. Perfect. So yeah. now Pat's signing up for things. <laughs> Turn the computer around. Get him to do it now. Our yeah. wives are going to listen to this and be like, what did you guys do? What else can we get you to sign up for? I know. Oh, um, my God. I think, I think my buddy like, you're nuts. Would do it. Um, yeah, no, I, I, you know, I thought about it. Um, Nina ran it. Nina's sister ran it before. We, I've had numerous friends run it, and they say it's a, it's a really, really hard course. Sure, it's a are blast. they going to run it again? Yeah. Is Nina going to run it again? Maybe now. Sure, but, if you're you know, going to do it, maybe yeah. you can get everybody. Uh, that whole running crew you mentioned. I, I did. I asked. I asked my father-in-law. He shot me down real quick. Oh, um, he said because Paul, yeah, Paul, <laughs> Paulie, he. Um, Oh no, <laughs> dude! That's two years ago. I was probably still about. That, like, oh no way! Yeah, dude, like two hundred and forty, two hundred and fifty pounds. You definitely love beer. Yeah, you look. How much weight did you lose? Uh, I peaked out at like two sixty, and this morning I was like one ninety five. Wow, so good for you, 65 man! Five pounds or so. Look at this haircut too, huh? I know, dude. It was a. I was a hot mess. <laughs> I was like coming. The off leg- of- Oh, this is great. <laughs> Evan I just love showed it. me a great photo it. of him two years ago. Around it was, the, yeah, it was all a Ice Shamrock time. beer. Yeah. yeah. That was actually, that was the morning of the race. Uh, I decided to like run to Target and try and grab something. And that was literally all they had. Because it <laughs> yeah. was like, it was St. Patrick's Day and they had sold out of everything. And so I was like, oh, I guess I'm going to wear that. But I got crushed. I think it was like an hour and 17 minute finish or something. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, my 5K that I just did and it was super flat. It was 40 minutes and 14 seconds as of last. That's so not I, bad. Yeah, I got to run it again this week. I'm going to sure. try and get under 40. But, but um, by the time yeah. that race comes around, though, those numbers, as you said, you're getting 
improving 30 seconds yeah we'll, we'll, a week. we'll chip it away but um yeah i asked my 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 running family team here and uh they said no because for their half marathon training they have to do like 10 or 12 miles that day mm. so, so they're opting cut it. Yeah. tell them to run it twice yes. yeah <laughs> all right Are you guys, guys serious? run that shit twice <laughs> yeah. yeah so uh they bailed to run uh 10 or 12 miles so maybe uh i can get uh nina marie here to uh to uh, tag along, or if not, I'll, I'll meet you at the, you the start crazy, line. You man. Dude, Starting with 10, 12 mile runs. Fuck I ain't doing that right now. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that bad. Um, you got to do 50. Yeah, we'll see. But the, the St. Patrick's Day race is fun. It's like I'd never done anything like it where it's so many people, like both actually running it and just like along the course the whole time. And it's like crazy irish party, western right? mass party people handing you bud lights and jello shots while you're running oh, and i was like That'd be this a goes against video me and yost do that <laughs> yeah, like, all right here we go We're, <laughs> two, two hours the rule later would be like the rule would have to be if anyone offers you a beer or a shot you have to take it yeah you can't say no yeah <laughs> if you, you finish be, and be like i feel like everyone just hand hand yost stuff i could see people handing yost i mean but i would be like hand yost, i drink whatever. 15 bud lights <laughs> yeah well it gets it gets tricky because you get uh, sort of closer to the end and there's this like um i don't know what the road is but it like goes under 91 it's like up by the soldier's home in holyoke sort of and so you're like up past uh hcc and stuff and people have been handing you jello shots and bud light and then you have this like steep long oh, downhill yeah so you pass uh holyoke medical center i believe so yeah, yeah. And so okay. you, you turn down and you're like going right at the highway, but you're just like hauling, trying not to die. And so if you had too many, you'd be, uh, you'd be <laughs> in trouble. But uh, yeah, so there's, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff coming up. It's really the other moral yeah. of the story. Whether, didn't you say you're doing an Olympic triathlon too or something? Yeah. So, I mean, just to build up to it and uh, I'm assuming that you'll probably tag along with me now. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, uh, it's July 11th. Okay. Um, what is this? Sorry. It's, I a, new, it's a new Harper. It's a shorter triathlon. Okay. So you're yeah. a sprint? No. It's, it's an Olympic. It's an Olympic, Olympic distance. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like double a sprint. Okay. Yeah. It's basically like there's a sp- there's super sprint, then double a super sprint is a sprint, double a sprint is an Olympic, double an Olympic is a 70.3. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. So it's half of the half Ironman. Yeah. So that, that's going to be a July 11th in New Hartford. I mean, that's what I'm planning on, that maybe it, it you know changes with, with uh, scheduling and stuff. But um, And I would like to fit in a sprint before then, but if we could do a sprint with – Rome Yosh yeah. and uh, the RA fam <laughs> before then, that would be yeah. bonus right there. Uh, oh, you're doing it. Yeah. It'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think uh, we've probably taken up enough of your day, Pat. So thank you so much cool, for yeah, great talking chatting and yeah. telling us all about your plans and your uh, your penis pumps. And, yeah, uh, man. You Absolutely. Know, your yeah. sanity of folding. So yeah. good luck. And uh, if anyone listening wants to join us at any of this nonsense, you should. Because otherwise it's just going to be the two of us <laughs> crying <laughs> Which out. will be funny in its own right, too. <laughs> so it'll be, be I already good. know there's going to be one point, like, probably halfway through the bike where I'm like, fuck my life. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like that point might come up faster than that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Maybe halfway Maybe through the, the swim. swim. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I feel like it's going to be, for me, yeah. it's probably going to be like 80% of the way to the first buoy where you're like, you got a turn and you're like, I'm not even halfway yeah. there yet. This like, is going to be fun. This yeah, is going to be is, fun. But then then the feeling of like when you see land is the best feeling. Like both of those triathlons that I did is like, once you're like, okay, I'm out of the water, like I can survive now is a great feeling. Yeah. Um, I'm, but, I'm dreading the run. What we're going to have to do to this is do a part two as in a checkup, a check in like two, three months down the road and see how the training is going. Yeah. How has yeah. this progressed? Where are we at? Do one pre-race, like right before, hey, are we ready? And then do, we'll do one a couple months after the race and check back in I'm and in. see how it all went. I'm in. So this is 
part one of a series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one thing <laughs> that I experienced in both of my races um, is my abs cramped really bad on the run. And I think yeah. it was actually from the swim that like okay. the swim yeah. taxed my core mm. and then getting onto the bike and just sort of pushing is like right down in the bottom of sure. my abs both times. I'd get like a lock up on one side. And so that was the one thing that I was like, I got to actually like swim then run more because I think biking then running and doing that sort of brick thing worked, but it's still both races. I, I like, can't believe I signed up for this. You're going to do great. Yeah. Well, thank you. You're going to you be me. great. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, it, was well, a, we it was a pleasure chatting with you guys. We'll Absolutely. have you back soon. Talk soon. Bye. Bye, guys.